You are listening to Kicking and Screaming by Anung of Courageous Creativity, a podcast for introverts and homebodies to live bigger, more adventurous lives, to push our boundaries, but on our own terms. Warning, this episode does have some swearing. Hey, thanks for listening to episode seven. Today will be introverts across cultures, specifically Southeast Asia today. So I wanted to do this one because examples, I want to show examples of introverts that are seen and how they integrate in other cultures. Like just like European countries, there are a lot of similarities and differences. And strangely enough, not so strangely enough, Southeast Asia has a lot of more differences than say China, Japan, and Korea, but they all get lumped together. And with a lot of Asian cultures, like there's the stereotype of the meek Asian woman who's small and quiet and that defers to men, which is pretty cultural. They try to like push that onto girls more because boys are sometimes more important because girls get married into other families. Sons are the ones who take care of their parents usually when they get old, though that is kind of changing some here in the United States, but it's very traditional that um, with Asian culture, there is no senior high rise. There's no like place you just send your parents off to when they're too old to be, take care of themselves. Usually in those cultures, they are the ones who they're multi-generational homes. Also, being Southeast Asia, majority of the religion there is Buddhism which is big on like contemplation, meditation, living a more minimal life. So as an introvert, it can be really nice to have all those things that are quiet, a lot of time to contemplate. There's um, the idea that everything needs to be so loud. But then there's the other side where, swear to God, there is a party for everything. And they love to excuse to eat, drink, and get together in huge crowds. And they are loud. Asian cultures are pretty big on big families. I rarely see one who doesn't have, like, with multi-generations, like, dozens of people. My own family, my dad has seven brothers and sisters. And all but one have two-plus kids. And now the older of all of us cousins are all having two-plus kids. So trying to get, like, a Christmas picture and all that stuff is almost impossible now. We can't fit everybody in one thing, even with my wide angle lens. So <clears throat> kind of like with, with, I don't know, with America's, the Asian culture is very two sided. Like there's, there's a lot of quiet areas and there's a lot of loud areas, but they seem to do a better job of having like both sides. While in America, it's very big on everyone needs to be an extrovert. You do better in life if you are. While in at least Southeast Asia, specifically Vietnam, Thailand, Laos, and Cambodia, um, being quieter and not always being the loudest gives you more respect. My grandfather was a very, very quiet man and very well respected in the Buddhist community. And anytime he said anything, which was very rarely, everyone shut up to listen to him because he was very well respected, even though he was a very quiet man. He loved having his family over, but there are days he really wished that we all could just be there and quietly. <laughs> like we could just freaking do crossword puzzles together or word find things because he can't spell very well. So I, always, I feel like Asian cultures seem to have a better 
way of integrating and accepting their introverts. So when I I visit, I've been to Japan, I've been to Thailand, I've been to Laos. Like it was really nice to be able, like I could actually sit at a restaurant and if it was loud in an area, you could ask to sit somewhere else and they'd be like perfectly fine with it. Partially being an American, they're kind of like, you will pay me and you will actually tip. <laughs> Unlike some of the other other cultures that come there to visit. But they're very, they're very accommodating for that. And having a, a quiet home is always nice. Your your kid, their kids are allowed to be loud. They're allowed to be loud. Like women are um, usually not shushed, at least not anymore, because the, most of the time they do it to protect their family. Like they're allowed to yell at other people if you, they think that you are disrespecting their husband or they are threatening your children. Like they are just rip your head off kind of thing. And like the TV show, Fresh Off the Boat, believe me, that is very, very true. It's, we love watching that show because it's so hilarious because it's like, oh my God, I know who did that. Oh my God, we've done that. That is very true. Those people do to us kind of thing. And even though it's like a slightly earlier, I think it was at nineties, two thousands or something when that it's based off of, but it is very true in the sense that the grandmother is a very quiet woman and that's kind of like their generational thing. But she has no problem, like, getting out and about. She, I mean, she had that one time she had a scooter. And, like, she's perfectly fine being independent. But she doesn't need to, I mean, don't need anyone's permission. Doesn't need, doesn't need to announce it. But on this other side, like, they love their parties. I don't know how many, t- how many parties I've been to. And it's supposed to be, oh, it's going to be a just a few friends and everything else, and it turns into, like, 50 people, and there's music blaring, and they're trying to shove shots on you the moment you walk in. Luckily for me, my family knows I don't drink, so they, they'll look at me to, like, offer it because it's the thing to do. It's rude for them not to offer it, but they know after a while not now that they don't have to and not feel guilty about it, and also not to guilt me because in the culture you're supposed to if that someone offers you a drink and food you're supposed to take it kind of thing um but so i I usually eat a little extra yes because it's just twist my arm eat more food (laughs) but a lot of times if you get to enough enough of those parties there's still quieter sections there's always an area where the kids are because they are the loudest and the most rambunctious there's usually an area that's got less breakable things and then there's area where everyone kind of there's like the smokers and the heavier drinkers and the area for people to play cards and gamble and some of the older adults and other people kind of more around the kitchen. I'm usually the one over there because that's what I like. You can sit there and talk to like one or two people, even if it is for 10, 20 minutes, and then go sit down and eat a little bit and people leave you alone. Like you don't have to talk to somebody the whole time. Yes, you're going to have to talk to people there. It's going to be loud. But there, you can always go outside. You can go to your car for like 10 minutes. And honestly, no one's really going to notice that you left for a while. <laughs> Especially since there's always a, like a like chores and stuff people need to do. Like they always like one of the guys usually has to go get the take out the trash. Because the trash always gets full very quickly. Or like, oh, we ran out of forks. I'm like one of the first ones kind of like give me the cash and I will be gone. I'll be back in like 20 minutes even though the... I could probably walk there in like two, <laughs> but it's like, I do like, cause it, this is my dad's side of the family that I'm allowed to be more of an introvert than most of, 
American culture allows. But luckily for me, I've had very accepting parents and family on both sides that they don't really, it doesn't really bother them. And for the most part, I've had friends who've been really good at understanding it if they are not introverts themselves. Because I partially too, I've, I've, I've had plenty of time to evolve and know what I can and cannot do with people and ways that I know I can compromise. Like I don't, I, I used to go to concerts with a friend because she loved doing it and her parents always bought her two tickets and they trust me because I was the only one that hadn't gotten in trouble in anything. That was more that I never got caught doing trouble. Hi, Mom. You should know that already. <laughs> As she does. She knows all the stupid shit I've done because she doesn't really... She knew I wasn't being actually stupid about it. But I had no problem going to those concerts because we'd always have time afterwards to be quiet and, like, have fun with it. And other times we, I can meet her would just sit there and make bracelets or we'd sit and watch a movie together. Like, she, she would like to be able to compromise with me knowing that I needed to... I needed time with just her to talk and, like, even just relax. Like, I didn't care if we, we didn't have to be, like, quiet about it all the time. But that's kind of, that's my brand of introversion. But more because I, I like being able to be quiet at home. That's kind of my thing. I don't, I don't play very loud music. The TV barely goes over 10. I can hear just fine, <laughs> at least for now. Um, I don't, I mean, my dog's not a very loud dog. Even though he, you hear him bark, you hear him from a long ways away, but he's not a big barker, thank God. But, like, I, I do love being able, like, I can't wait to go back to, like, Thailand or so, because my, my dad is Laotian, and Thai and Laos are very, like, connected, like, their language is kind of interchangeable, a lot of their culture is pretty close as well. And so, it has been been very nice that, even with their the changing of their countries and their culture and everything else, they've been more inclusive with women. Like they haven't, like women are allowed to own property there and they're allowed into politics and stuff like that, which is, you don't really want to because it's, it's not really, it's not really a fun thing to do, especially over there, especially not here, which yes, you want more people into politics, women, because they represent you, but it's not really much of an incentive to do so. But there are women business owners there that, yes, there's still considered certain jobs that are more genderized, but there are plenty of options for people to do things that don't require big crowds. Like a lot of people, yeah, you go into like Bangkok and it's loud and crowded and lots of vehicles everywhere, but there's quiet areas. And that's what, that's a great thing because when we were there for like four or five days, we were there for three days in the beginning and like uh, two days in the end. Like it was nice to be able to find quiet areas with some nature. People kind of leave you alone. Probably helped that I me being like a, a kind of a tall, kind of blonde, tan, tan woman was very confusing to them in the first place. <laughs> but I think that's why I like Minnesota so much, too, because we do have a lot of, there's so much going on here, but just so much green space. There's so much things to do, but it doesn't have to be, everything has to be, like, in a crowd. It doesn't have to be a concert. It doesn't have to be a conference. It's very well integrated and 
inclusive. There might be like the Norwegian thing going on that's a lot of a kind of the Native American and Norwegian influences because we do keep a decent amount of Native American influenced here. We do have um, several tribes that's still here, not including the, the casino ones, but I know they don't, they don't have it great. I feel like we do do slightly better with them, minus the pipeline. But that's a completely different story. And also, I think the religion is a big factor, because we do have a pretty good Buddhist community here. There's a couple of temples that people go to, and there is the morning rituals called Dakbat, at least for us. It's the blessing and the thing with the monks, and you offer food and stuff, and it's a little quieter. It can be crowded, but it's 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 not quite so like everyone needs to like be loud and so much going on. Like once the the prayers start, everyone sits down and does stuff, and they're a lot of the men and women kind of mingle. The men, women stay a little bit away from the monks, but that's more out of respect for them because they are celibate. It's kind of like you don't throw. You don't throw gluten at someone or bread at someone who has gluten allergies. It's kind of, kind of my idea with it. So, but then there's also the evening stuff that they do. They do a lot of weddings. They do a lot of funerals, births, and stuff like that. And those can be quite loud. But you have the option of doing things of more personal in the home with only a certain amount of people. So that's that's the nice thing is that they allow. They allow that. And so then also that they're very inclusive with like a, strangely enough, uh, you know, the people who were saving the people who had mental health problems, the family can't figure out what to do or they don't know enough like medically what to do with some of their mentally ill people. They usually were given to be monks in the temples because they, they weren't, they weren't like forced to be in situations that were not good for them. And stuff like that. And like, there's a couple of monks, but my mom, who being a nurse, actually helped with their stuff so they can get medication, get help, and stuff like that, which is very hard to do, especially with someone who doesn't speak the greatest English. So trying to, already being embarrassed about that, have to speak through a translator to a doctor who's not the same nationality as you is always kind of hard. And especially with so many people have that prejudice that a lot of Asians are just there for the drugs. And not all of them really want to. Like, they still have that belief in the Buddhist system of, like, of having a pure mind and body. So, it's a different... Again, like, just like with America against Europe, like, Southeast Asia is a very different... Different culture. I mean, there's so many similarities that I've seen. Um, it's very it's very funny how they've, they've integrated a lot of American beliefs and cultures into their lives. And I'm glad this is not one of them that they've done. Like they still have, I mean, there's still people who are loud and obnoxious, like in every freaking country and culture. And ones who don't, who always get talked over. But I find this is a really good example for some people. So being an introvert, like maybe America is not a good place for you. If you can't seem to find a good culture, area group of people that works for you here you may want like to visit another country and see how they 
how they live and how they can be of help to you. I mean, a little later, another time, I'm definitely going to talk about Japan because Japan's kind of the um, the big example of an Asian culture that is very big on being introverts and very big on being a company man and not, which is kind of the opposite of America, being very extroverted and very freedom-based. So, but I'm kind of hoping to vacation there first before I really, like, really kind of talk about it. But uh, that's other ones. If everyone has any other cultures they want me to kind of talk about or um, have some actual ones that you love to have, you can give me examples for. I would love to hear from you because I love knowing about other cultures. And especially when it comes to how introverts live with it and how we how we can learn and how we can benefit from them because like there's so many of us. I don't care what anyone says. There's actual research out there. There's a lot more introverts than people think. And being loud, the loudest in the group does not always make you right. And as my grandfather has shown me, being respected does not make mean you need to be loud. There are several other people in the community who are the loudest and stupidest people I've ever met. And luckily, even though they were around the same age, they weren't as respected because people saw them like for the obnoxious people they were. And my grandfather was very inclusive and very um, accepting, especially having a, his first two grandkids or first one and third one being mixed, having one of his son marry someone who's Hispanic Having someone, <laughs> one of his grandchildren marrying a half black, half white guy. Having a gay, transgendered daughter. Like, he, we, we were kind of like a strange League of Nations kind of thing going. And it was a really good experience for me to know that we had such loud and extroverted people. The same time introverted. And we've all worked very well together because we were very respectful. We are all assholes. Not gonna lie about that, but we are assholes to each other, but we will band together against anyone else against us, kind of thing. So, and my grandmother was giving me very, giving me that kind of strength to be okay with it because I was the first one in the family to have like a really kind of like a big wedding instead of a very traditional Asian one, and they had no problem with it. They're like, do what you want to do, please invite me. I like they all they care is they they love you. I hope you're happy. That's one of the few things they always told us is that I love you and I'm and you be happy. And being for an introvert hearing that all the time was it's been great. Well being just anybody hearing that from your grandparents has been a good thing for me because I've I've it's been easier to get over things, it's been easier to be strong against others stupid opinions <laughs> for the most part sadly for me but I'm guess I'm I'm I, I'm glad it was me that got those stupid opinions instead of someone else who's had it worse or who hasn't had a strong support system so if anybody wants to know anything more please give me some questions in the comments um please rate the podcast anytime that that's a very big help for for me and especially I would love to get an email from anybody or comments what you guys think, what you want to hear about, anything really. I would love to know.
Thanks for listening. For extra notes and links, head over to courageouscreativity.co slash blog slash podcast seven. Let me know your thoughts and please leave a review.